Because reading is what? Fundamental. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Do You Read BTS? I'm Lisa. And I'm Dila Zay. Welcome back, guys. Or I guess I should say we're we're back, <laughs> guys. It's been so long. It's been so long. We had to take a miniature, you know, break. But we're back. We're here. Got a story to review. Yeah. So this week... Well, we haven't been gone that, that long, guys. If you check out the TikTok, we've been present. But not present all the way on podcast. So we sorry about that. We did part two of the uh, sex exploration series um, by Big Brown Bambi Eyes on Wattpad. So we just reviewed that story and let's get into it. Okay, guys, if y'all remember at the end of sex exploration, um, they were like, what do they call it? Star raising, road road, road farming. Road farming, which I never ever heard before. So all they was doing was sitting in the back of the truck looking at the stars in the country. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that led to sex and all that good stuff. And in the second book, it kind of doesn't like it doesn't start there. It starts like different. And um, the part I remember the most is when I start off at the like pool hall they were like on a date and they were super close by then they had been together for a while now i think it was like eight months Mm -hmm. they had been together by now and they were like in love like which is unheard of on like both ends because they like never truly been in love before Mm -hmm. like they are with each other Mm -hmm. so it starts off with them like going on like a day or whatever and they playing pool and um, they kind of get a little freaky up in the pool hall. They have like a private area where they're playing pool. They do some stuff that I would never do with that pool stick. Right. Um, corona, but anyway. Not even that. I mean, yes, that, but like, ugh. Uh, yeah, you don't have any hands but on that pool Yeah, stick. people don't wash their hands anyway before Corona. Like, ooh. I know. Yeah, but they was doing some stuff. And... Um, they had a pretty good time, but they kept, somebody kept, they had been in this room so long that, like, now the people was, like, beating on the door, like, <laughs> you've had your time, come on, who's in here, hurry up, and they was just trying to get their rocks off, mm-hmm. and they didn't succeed, though, they ended up, like, just leaving, and both being all hot and heated, end up going home and doing their thing, so, yeah. Well, the book is kind of... Um, it's, like, not a lot of, like, details of, like, things that kind of happen in between. Okay, so what we, what we, what she does now is she's a massage therapist. Oh, okay, okay, we're skipping to there? Yeah. Okay. So she's, do you want me, you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Uh, Anyway, she's a massage therapist and she works all the time, so she works. What's the other job? She is it in a um, restaurant, a coffee shop, or what's the other job at? A bookstore. Oh, okay. 
She works at the bookstore and she works as a massage therapist. She does a lot. This must be summer break or something because I swear they was in college. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that, but as the other story was kind of going through, they stopped talking about school. So I was like, I don't think. Yeah, they do not. Yeah, this must be summer break or either they done because they do not talk about school at all in this story. Mm-mm. So anyway, see, she's a massage therapist. And what she does is she has clients, she has a good clientele built up, and she'll go to wherever her client is. So she, um, her and Yugi spend a lot of time together. And he wants to be with her. She's like, I got to work, I got to work. And then he gets upset because she got to work and stuff. And so the the client that she ends up getting is like a high-end client. She don't even talk to the client. She talks to somebody that works for the client and she's like i gotta take this job because it's a lot of money being paid for so um you basically tells her so you know nothing about this guy you just want to go and because the money is good and she's like yeah why not like i don't think i'm gonna be in harm's way so then Yugi gets mad at her because he's like you're not even thinking about the consequences of what may happen you just want to go get this money. And she basically like, well, if I think about it like that all the time, I won't make any money. So, like, I'm pretty sure this is safe and I just want to do it. So he's like, whatever. They get into, like, a big argument. But then he's like, whatever. Do what you do. And so she's like, bet. <laughs> and so she ends up going to this client. And guess who it ended up being? Hey, y'all. Now, if y'all remember Tay in the first story, her and Tay was getting really close when her and Yugi were not bobbing together, remember? Mm-hmm. So, end up that Tay ended up having way more feelings for her than he thought he did. Mm-hmm. And he still wanted her. And that's the only way he could, like, reach her. So, he told and, her that he had been calling her. And she wasn't mm-hmm. answering his calls, and so he felt like that was the only other way that he could that she he could get her to talk to him. Uh-huh. No, so anyway, so she ended up going to the building. I mean, going to wherever Tay was at, and they talked it out. Tay figured out that that she was very serious about Yugi. They were still together. And he told her all the films he still had for her and all this stuff. Tay ended up having a lot of money. First, he had money because his family had money. But he wasn't getting that money. He sold that screenplay. Now, if y'all remember the first story, her and Tay was working in, like, uh, acting and all kind of stuff. And he ended up being a writer. So he wrote a story and ended up selling it and making a lot of money off of it. So he's very rich at this point. Mm-hmm. So she's going to this house. He's telling her about what he did. He thanks her because if it weren't for her, he wouldn't be even doing writing and stuff. So anyway, he he tells her his feelings. She tells him she's still with Yugi. Um, she ends up giving him a good massage. And then they kind of part ways. Well, okay. His girlfriend shows up at the oh yeah, I about that yeah. his girlfriend shows up at the house during the or either during the massage or after the massage and is like eyeing B and kind of 
saying these really slick remarks because she thinks she's there for a quote-unquote happy ending massage. And she's like, no, that's not what this is. So Tay's girlfriend is just kind of being a, a jerk to her the whole time. Um, she says her little piece on it and she tries to be the bigger person, but she's kind of over it or whatever. And then they, she ends up leaving and then that's kind of when they do their own thing. But B gets home and she never mentions this to Yoongi. She doesn't say who the client was. She just says that she, like, she had her appointment, had her appointment. So uh-huh. I'm trying to think what to, I'm try, I feel like I'm flash forwarding too far, but just let me know if I'm going too far. It's okay, girl. They end up making up, let's just say that. Yeah, they make up. There's, okay, so the smut isn't, there is smut in this story, and it's it's good, um, but with the stuff that does end up going on, you it kind of is like, you just kind of skip over it. I don't know. I did. I didn't really. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yoongi and, and B are out one day, and they end up running into um, Tay's sister. Is that too far? Uh-uh. Okay, so they end up running into Tay's sister, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you know his birthday's coming up, blah blah blah. You guys should come." And so she's like, not really wanting to go at all. And Yungi's like, "Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, we should. We would definitely like to come." So B's like, "Bro, yeah, because at the end of the the end of the uh her leaving that he asked her to come to that party, but she had already made up her mind that she wasn't going." Okay, so yeah, so she runs into her sister, er, Tay's sister, and she's like, "You should come." Yungi's like, "Yeah, we'll definitely be there." Um, so then they end up having like this, her and so apparently her and Tay's sister were like really really close, which I kind of remember that from the last story, but not really. So then she's like, "Let's go shopping." So they end up going shopping so they could have outfits for this party. It's a cocktail party, so she gets this cute like black dress, has her outfit ready, whatever. Yungi's dress ready to go so they get ready to go over there and they he, they pull up to his house and B notices that everybody's not like dressed in suits and things like that because that's just that's not how they dress so they're walking around everything's cool seeing everybody everything's great um as they're walking around Tay's like I need to introduce you to somebody who I wouldn't have been able to do any of this with without um this is Daisy and Daisy turns around. She's wearing a wig. She's wearing, I think, glasses. So, yeah. So, it's Daisy. And so, B's freaking out. Yugi doesn't even recognize. Well, I, I was going to say, first of all, he didn't even recognize her. And second of all, I, don't, I still don't understand why she is so, like, afraid of her. So, that, that and that's kind of why I felt like there was more that was going to come of that. Because they made right. it seem like she was, like, really, really, really crazy. But I don't know either because they never really went into detail about it in the first story. They just said that she right. was nuts and really possessive. Right. Uh-huh. Girl. So <laughs> B's freaking out. Yungi's not even recognizing who she is, which says a lot, actually. Um, All right. But yeah, so so she's like trying to keep her stuff together or whatever. And then there's this girl who came in from Japan and wants to go see the garage so that they can see all the cars or whatever. So he goes down. Oh, wait. Did I miss that up? I did. My bad. It was Tay's girlfriend, Tay, and the girl that go downstairs. I don't know if she had. Oh, yeah. she. I think she had met um, 
Daisy at that point. Anyway, they end up going downstairs to the garage to look at the cars or whatever. Yungi decides to stay behind and she like notices that he's talking to some girl, which just quick side note, something that they said to each other a lot throughout this book was, I'm not jealous. I don't get jealous. I'm not jealous a lot. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. But then they always asked questions, each other questions that were like kind of jealous. They were jealous. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was. And just so me. then you just think that when she walked up there to see you, that he was gonna be talking to that psych Daisy. Yes, I did. I sure did. <laughs> I was like, dang, this is what's gonna happen. This is where it's gonna get crazy, and it didn't. So Tay, yeah. So Tay and the girl go off. They go uh, riding in the car. Um, B decides to stay behind because she's like, you know, I think I'd better stay. As she's walking back, uh, Yungi snatches her up, and they go to the bathroom, and they do some things and some stuff and some things in the bathroom, and then they come uh -huh. out. She tries to tell Tay's sister, like, oh, yeah, we were just trying to make up a lie. And Tay's sister's like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's totally what you're doing. Mm -hmm, right. I know you're lying, girl, but that's cool. Like, so everybody was looking for them both, I guess. And then Tay finally comes up and goes, where were you guys at? And so then the sister ends up making a lie for them to, you know, as to why they weren't in the party still. Um... But yeah, that's pretty much what happened at the party with Daisy. That That's actually all you hear about Daisy. Oh, Daisy, that was it. Yeah, I mean, her and B do talk for a quick second, like a very brief second, where she's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I thought blah, 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 blah. She's like, honestly, I'm not here after you. This is really just something that is coincidental. And then that was it. Uh-huh. And you're like, wait, so. Right. I was kind of bummed about that because I was really hoping that I remember I told I think that was Daisy I told you about it was either Daisy or Eileen that I was telling you about that um, I didn't have a good feeling about them and I thought they might have done something to his dad <laughs> remember no his dad his dad Yuki's dad or done something to him because members they had to either to Yungi or to I wasn't really sure, but I just felt like something had happened that they had done something. Oh, to you're talking about his best friend. I forgot I was about him, so you just have said it, girl. I'm glad you made it. Oh yeah, okay. She got so a lot to do. With she do story. got a lot to do with it. So okay, Yungi has his best friend named Eileen. Eileen is um been his best friend for like six years or something like that. Which I don't know. This was just me. They they've been friends for six years. Yungi had been in relationships in the past like five or six years, and they've all failed. So uh -huh. keep that in your pocket. Um, uh -huh. So yeah, she meets B off rip has does not like her like is uh -huh. constantly in her face about some mess, constantly just like nah, always with the shit, always. And so B. The crazy thing about it though is when he first introduced her. As his friend to his girlfriend. She brought her girlfriend. Yeah, she brought her girlfriend there, which was crazy because it's like, so why was she was being so, so rude? I mean, you know right. why, but. And the girlfriend was rude too because she didn't care nothing about nothing. She, well, she was worried about her phone because that's what she did the entire oh. time they, that was the entire time. And then like, oh, we didn't mention that um, Daisy is a lesbian. Oh, yeah. And she does like modeling or something like on the side and some other stuff. Uh-huh. But yeah. So she, so her and Yugi are best friends because 
first of all, this is why I understand. What was Arlene in the first story? I have no idea. If they've been best friends for that amount of years. I have no idea. But anyway, so, uh, oh, shoot, what was I going to say? So Arlene and Yugi are best friends. They've been best friends for years. Um, something that's not mentioned in the first story that's in the second story is Yugi likes to do some drugs. Mm-hmm. And that he is like an adrenaline junkie, mm-hmm. which is just totally not really Yugi at all. But <laughs> in the story, it is. Right. So he likes to go rock climbing and all kind of stuff. And Eileen is like his partner with that. Mm-hmm. And so um, when she introduced him, um, he thought that they would like be cool because him and B been together for a minute. This is one of his longest relationships, and so instantly when she when they met, she automatically didn't like her. Right, like automatic, and she already was getting bad vibes from her when she first met her. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, what else happened? So after that, she so the, she already has bad vibes about her. Um, Eileen's uh-huh. being a jerk the whole time. Like, uh-huh. and she, and so the girl at some point is like, Hey man, what's the deal with your homegirl? Cause she's kind of a bitch. And I don't like the fact that all, all the time she's giving me like crap and I'm just trying to chill. Like she needs to understand uh-huh. that we're together and that we're going to be together. So he tells her that, yeah, you know, I've had the conversation with her and she's like, okay, but she's still being mad disrespectful. What are we going to do about right. this? Uh and she's like well i think that she is like that she has feelings for you and he's like no she's a lesbian she's like nah (laughs) if anything she's bisexual so Uh they go through that whole thing for a little bit and then i'm trying to girl you know what happened we mixed up the time eileen should have been first yeah she should have been first and then and then the and then the tay party story yeah because then when they was coming back from the party, uh, they they like they started arguing because his song kept going off like Oh yeah. Oh, and she yeah. was like, Why are you not picking up your phone? And then he was like, It's nobody and she was like, Well, why are you not answering if it's nobody? Like, I'm confused and he was like, Oh, it's so ex and um we went together. We used to, like, we always used to mess around. Then I found out that she was married, and I broke up with her or whatever, and she went by her way. But then she became a stalker, and um, he basically just had to dip off from her. Mm-hmm. And um, and she was like, B was mad because she was like, why you ain't been told me this? Mm-hmm. You should have been told me this this whole time. Which I don't know what B was talking about because B didn't tell him forever about that being tight. Right, because she never. The only reason she even told him is because he asked her when was the last time she saw him, and he and right. she gonna say her last appointment. <laughs> right. So she was keeping secrets too. Mm-hmm. Which you know what's and... funny because it never came up again that that you know how yeah. she used to throw it all in his face all the time, but he never brought it back up to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, so you know, so she he was like, just like let it go, 
it's over. Like, they was arguing at this point in the car. He was like, um, I'm going to go up to the house. No, I think they was arguing. She was like, you need to stay in your own place. Like, mm-hmm. they were supposed to spend the night with each other. And she was like, you need to stay in your own place, and I'm going to stay in mine. Blah, blah, blah. So he was like, look, I'm sorry. I should have told you. Blah, 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 blah. Then they kissed and they made up. And then he was like, I'm going to run up to my apartment and get some stuff, and I'll be back real quick. Mm-hmm. So he left his phone in the car. I thought when this when this happened, I thought she was going to pick up that file and see some stuff. I did think that as well. <laughs> I was with you on that one. I'm like, dang, is she really about to discover that he ain't been faithful this whole time? Right. So, um, so um, she ended up seeing that there was a voicemail on the phone. How she got into this phone and the voicemail, don't ask me. Girl. Okay. But she got, she got into that voicemail, okay? So she got into his voicemail, and she heard that the girl saying, oh, my God, Richard, is it Richard? Richard, yep. Ain't that crazy? Because remember the story? The other one, yeah, <laughs> Temptation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Anyway. Richard's, Richard's <laughs> out here messing it up for all the Richards in the world. Right. So she called, she's leaving this voicemail on Yugi Tom, and she's like, oh, my God, Yugi, Richard found out about us, um, and he's, he knows where you live at, and all this stuff, and then she hear Richard, like, in the background, taking a phone from her, and then, like, and he said, oh, um, you're dead if you think you're going, what did he say? You're dead if you think you're going to mess with my wife. I know where you live. I'm going to come find you. Okay, so oh. pause. Okay. Well, I guess I should wait until we get there because I have so many questions about how this all happened. And Girl, in a short amount of time, right? Well, the short amount of time, but also how it physically happened because at the end we find out what went down. So who... I'll wait till the end. Uh-huh. You You see where I'm uh-huh. going with this? Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. okay, okay. So anyway, so soon as she hears that voicemail, she runs up to Yuki's apartment. She get buzzed in, and Yuki actually buzzed her, and he's like, "I'm coming out, babe." And she's like, "No, you need to let me in. Something crazy happened. I opened the door." And then he worried about her, so now he let her in. But by the time she gets there, all she see is that body breathing, but she doesn't even see him. Right. The thing that I thought was interesting, though, is because he didn't ask her no questions. He wasn't like, what's wrong? He was just like, hurry up. Yeah, because he was scared for her. Mm -hmm. He thought something was going on with her. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. And so um, when she got into there, then she see Yugi on the side of the bed, y'all. Yugi was bleeding because the man had what was supposed to be. The man had stabbed him in the back Mm -hmm. a couple of times. So she stopped, try to stop the bleeding. She calls 911. They come 30,000 hours later. And um, then they leave. They take them off. She calls his mom and Eileen, which she didn't have to call her, but she did. Out of respect, just because they're so close. She calls them and tells them what's going on. Yugi automatically goes in and get rushed to surgery. So now she's just in the waiting room waiting. 
And then I'm thinking about a case drama. There was this one that was like that in the hospital, and they was all waiting, and the, the they had all the sad music playing, and everybody staring at each other. Like I saw that whole yeah. scene. I forgot what show that was, but it was good. But all I remember is that light on the top going on and off when that was. Oh, I remember. Ite one class. Remember when he was Uh in the hospital? After he got beat up real bad in the Ite one class? Oh, yeah. Remember? Mm -hmm. Yes, girl. Okay. So, anyway, so basically, um, I rushed into surgery, had surgery. Now she's outside in the waiting room. With Eileen, with a fake attitude, right. like you would think they would be getting along right now because her man is in surgery, okay? Mm-hmm. But she still had an attitude. She still was looking at her cross eyes. She still was trying to jump to her the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. She calls his mom. The mom is cool. She's like, I'm on my way right now, but they live in Busan. No, Daegu. Daegu, I'm sorry. They live in Daegu, so it's going to take them a couple hours to get there. So, um, yeah, so you go ahead. Okay, so the mom and the, and the um, I think she's the niece, um, finally show up at the hospital. And they're all t- talking to Eileen because apparently they all are very close. And so homegirl's sitting, um, Yungi eventually wakes up and, and all of that from surgery. And... Um, they are the mom is the the niece and Eileen are all talking to Yungi too and so the girl feels kind of left out so eventually the mom's like hey girl like come over here why are you sitting over there by yourself so she ends up joining them to have a conversation and as she's talking to Yungi Eileen butts in and she's like hey girl wouldn't talk to you in the first damn place so go ahead and finish your conversation and then she turns around and continues her conversation with Yungi. So again, she's like, look, man, what's up with your homegirl? Because this is a time that's crazy. And now she's still kind of on me. Yungi's still not really, really hearing her like that. But it's like, all right, we'll have a Wait, conversation. Wait, did you say that he was playing? Did you say what happened to him? Oh, I didn't. Okay. So what happened was, sorry, guys, we'll just rewind. Um, Yungi, when he comes out of surgery and everything like that, they real the doctor comes out and tells them that he is going to be somewhat paralyzed. He doesn't have much feeling in his legs or um, hands and arms, but he can move his arms and, and hands a little bit better than he can his legs. So at this point, he's going to need more. Um, he's going to need assistance because uh, his spinal cord wasn't severed, but it was, I think, like damaged. I think that's what they were saying. Yeah. So he was going to need some assistance, going to need a wheelchair, but they they never really said that he was not going to be able to move and walk again. So right. he was going to... It was just a chance that he would, and a chance that he would. Yeah. So he was in a crappy place after that, constantly on pain medication because he was in a lot of pain um, from the surgery and also just kind of trying to cope with things. Um, so then, you know, they're all having those conversations and things like that. And Eileen is still kind of giving be the business like mentally and visually. And so, um, eventually Yungi's like starting to get better and everything like that. I'm just going to skip if that's cool or do yeah, 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 Okay. Yeah. So Yungi starts getting better. He gets, he gets pretty good uh, use of his, his arms. He gets pretty good, decent like use of his, well, no, no, he's still in the wheelchair when he gets released from the hospital. So he's trying, he's able to, they, 
his mom and his niece did his house all new and stuff like that so that he can be able to move around better and be able to do stuff on his own a little bit better. And so Yoongi's really testy because of all the stuff's going on. So he's constantly snapping at B. And Eileen is thinking it's just the funniest thing. So Uh B's got an attitude and she's going and talks to the mom and they're like, hey, you know, don't take it to heart, blah, 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 blah. So she's like, all right, bet. But this, this, you got a couple more times to try me. Because I'm trying to right, be in the whole, And the whole time, B automatically feels some type of way about Eileen. Yeah. And she, and she knows she keeps saying, something not right. Something she, not, I, I don't trust this girl. Something not right. And her, her and um, Yugi's cousin that comes down with his mom. I thought that was, and, his, I thought that was Yugi's niece. I thought it was his Maybe it's his cousin. I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know. Who has somebody come down with his mama? They related to him. But it might be his niece. Yeah, it might be his. I don't know. Anyway, it's somebody. And um, Arlene and her are pretty cool because they know each other. And so, um, but B ends up having a conversation with the cousin or niece, whoever it is. And was like, you don't think something is weird about her? And she's like, no, she's lesbian. She was like, I kind of think she's bisexual. But I don't think that she is uh, lesbian. I think she like Yugi. And everybody kind of was like, huh, really? You really think something? I was like, she's like, yeah. I got a strong feeling about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So he gets out the hospital. They got the, his house set up in a way that it should be helpful for him. And they're kind of doing their thing. So um, one day, as Yoongi's starting to kind of feel better and things like that, his mom and his cousin or, or niece could go back to Daegu. And um, they're kind of having a moment, finally. Like, it's been a while since they've been able to do stuff. Yeah. So they end up having sex, and it's bomb. As they're kind of, like, chilling... Um, I, I don't know how bomb this could be, but but it was supposed to be bomb. Yeah, I mean, apparently it was great because yeah, from what it what they described it as, it sounded amazing. So um, yeah, so they so they do that, and as they're kind of like chilling, they hear the door open and whatnot. So Eileen comes in. So B's automatically like, hold on, this was our time to be together. She knew that, and now she's bringing uh-huh. her behind in here. So she had a problem with that. So then um, they're kind of like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I just wanted to tell you what happened. So once they found out about all the stuff that happened to Yoongi, the stabbing and all and like that, um, B was going back and forth to the, to the police department to try to give them information so that they could catch the husband. So they were interviewing. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, okay. They were, I was with Yana. I'm sorry. Oh, you're okay. They were interviewing the, the wife. Uh, of the the guy that you know supposedly stabbed Yungi, so um, they have all this information about her or whatever. So then Eileen comes to the house and is like, "Well, this is I think the girl's name was Naomi. This is as much Naomi's fault as it is Richard. So I'm gonna take care of it." So she comes to the house that day to let them know that she rewired Homegirl's car. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like what? And the whole time she was like, "Why did you do that? Why like, would you do that? Like, like that? Like, yeah, she she had something to do with it, but she didn't make him come and do what he did." And then she was like, 
Well, you ain't do nothing about it. Yeah. She was like, I had to do this myself since you're not going to do anything. But first of all, and something that they kept saying was like, okay, but if something happens to her, they're going to automatically look at him. What is wrong with you? Like he can't do, he can't take care of himself really now. Right, and then Yuki was like, then Yuki got mad. He was like, yeah, I was mad at her, but I don't want her dead. Right. Like, so she rigged it up where it was exposed. Right. So she's like, he's like, you need to go back and undo that now. Right. And she was like, are you serious? And he was like, yeah, now. And so then she left. And then she came back in and she was like, can I talk to you? Mm-hmm. And this is when it got girl, real. Girl. She was like, I just need to talk to you. And he was like, okay, or whatever. So then they went out into the hallway and then they got to going back and forth. B was trying to listen to being nosy. I, I could see myself doing that. But, trying to hear what was going on. Right. But she couldn't hear, hear nothing. All she could hear at this point is they started screaming. Mm-hmm. So come to find out, Yuki comes back in and tells her that she was right the whole time because she had already told Yuki that she thought that Eileen liked him. Mm-hmm. And Yuki was like, uh-uh, she a lesbian. She definitely don't like me. No, nah, we not like that. And she was like, I'm telling you, something is weird. That girl like you. And when she he came back in the house talking to her, he was like, you were right. And I can't believe I was so blind to not see it. Mm-hmm. She, she is in love with me. Blah, 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 blah. She was like, Oh, I guess before they had already, he had already told, when she was first questioning Yugi about Eileen, she was like, why is she like that? Did y'all sleep together? He was like, he didn't want to say it, but then he was like, yeah, we slept together one time. She just wanted to try it because she'd never been with a man before. But then she kept trying to say little stuff like, oh, we should try it again. Oh, we should do it again because I didn't feel nothing the first time. Mm -hmm. And um, then, like, after they had got into it and he was telling her about what she was saying, he was like, I should have knew then when she kept saying, oh, we should try it again, that that it was something. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl. So, yeah. So, as time just kind of goes by, she kind of not, like, she doesn't, she ain't been talking to Yugi or her. They kind of, she's been kind of silent with them. So, they've been good. They've been living their life. They've been getting better. yugi been, like, progressing, starting to walk a little more now. But he has crutches at this point. So he is getting his ability to walk and all this kind of stuff. He's been moving his arms and everything there. And they go to her mom's and dad's vacation spot while they were in town. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You forgot a big part before they what? meet the parents. So before they meet the parents, her and freaking Eileen get into a fight. She shows oh, up at the, yeah. She shows up at the uh, at the place and she starts to fight this girl. And I mean, like, go, throw her down the stairs. Like, talking about right. it's a shame for you to fall down the stairs, trying to f- make her fall oh. down the stairs and hey. choking her out. And it was crazy. They was really duking it out in this stair the stairwell. And it, and and Yungi's mom and cousin whoever. Um, stopped it and they finally were able to get her off of her but she had like she was kicking her she had bruises and stuff on her sides right. and, and then marks. that's when Yuki was real man he was like you are crazy why yeah. would you attack her why would you do this and she was like are you serious she attacked me when she didn't really attack her 
Mm-hmm. She's really just trying to walk past her, and she pulling her by her hair down the downstairs. Mm-hmm. But he, but she was like, she attacked me. And then he was like, no, she did. I know you did. You're the only person that keep doing this and that and this and that. And then now only is mad at her and him. And that's when they did. She did something they don't hear for a while. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Um, so they don't hear from her for a long time. They are actually doing really good. They're getting really close, having a lot of good sex and everything. So um, they kind of think about sex like a lot. Like, mm-hmm. They have sex like rabbits, mm-hmm. like for real. <laughs> and so, I'm surprised she wasn't pregnant by the end of the story. I was waiting on it, girl. Me I just too. knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Um, I'm kind of glad it didn't happen because sometimes I like a story to end without them being pregnant. And a lot of stories, they end up being pregnant. Especially this story. I think it would have been weird if she was pregnant. Why would have been weird? Because of the kind of how the story is. Like a lot of the other stories when they're when they're pregnant, the person, like they love each other super a lot and they're like about to get married and that's like the next step of them starting their family type of thing. Especially if it's near the end. The ones that start oh, out. No, not the other book that I was reading. Buddha, hey, honey. Nah. Well, that <laughs> one is different. <laughs> but anyway, back to the story. Um, so they end up going to her parents' house because her family is in uh, in uh, Korea for like they have a. Like, house there they ended they they actually live in london so um they came down for the vacation house they like spent some time with yugi figured out who he was because they never met him they ended up really loving him and like it was just like a good time with their parents and everything and so they was they ate and everything got their little cake pound cake to go i was like pound cake really mm-hmm. like i feel like that's like a a southern thing, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, so anyway, they end up getting pound cake to go, whatever they get ready to leave because they've been talking about sex, like they're ready to go home and get it on, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, they go outside, and the windows just busted out the car. Mm-hmm. And they instantly know that it's Eileen that did it because who else would have known? So, which means Eileen followed them to her mom's house. Mm hmm. Girl, I would have been scared. Yeah. Because if you follow me to my parents' house, what you going to do to my parents' house? Right. But none of that ended up happening. Um, they called the police or whatever, reported it or whatever. And um, they were just going to just, like, get the parents to, like, take them home and they would come back and get the car towed in the morning. Mm-hmm. But the mom ended up telling them that she didn't feel comfortable with them going home, that... They need to stay for the night. So she, they got to stay home, um, stay there at night. And they really wanted to have, she really wanted to have sex. Like, really wanted to have sex. But he didn't want it to because he was really good with her dad. Mm-hmm. Well, her mama had gave for the okay. Right. And she was like, well, we got the okay, so, you know, it's fine. And she's like, I mean, he's like, mm gonna be a hard no for me yeah and she was like i can't believe you are denying me i can't believe it right but he really respected his dad like he was really cool like i thought there was he was about to ask her to marry him by the end of the book but okay 
So, I, yeah, I kind of did too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So, they end up just like going home the next day. And then what else happened there? Okay. So, they end up going home the next day. And then they... Um, this, oh, it gets so crazy. Okay. So, they go home the next day. And then they start to... They're kind of just going through their day-to-day as things are going on. They still have the case going from um, the person who stabbed Yungi. So, the detective ends up reaching out to them saying, Hey... Um, we just want to let you know what's going on with the case. So they're thinking that the, the, he's going to still be in custody and all this other stuff to find out that they have released him and that he was actually a person of mistaken identity. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, what you mean he's a person of mistaken identity? Like, this is clearly... So this is what my question was. Well, okay. So yeah, they're like, this is clearly this man. Like, what do you mean? So they come to find out that... The person who did the stabbing was actually Eileen. Eileen had done this. And the reason she had done it the whole time. And the whole reason she did it is because she was in love with Yungi. And she felt that Yungi was trying to play her the whole time. That she had been in love with him all this time. And that he just kept playing her to the left and dating what she said were people not good enough for for him. And that she was good enough for him. So my question to you is. Whose voice did she have on the voice messages? Because they said she wore a fat suit to look like look like the man. And they said that um, she had a mask on so her face would be hidden. But who were the people that called the phone? Yeah, see, I don't know if that really happened and he just didn't ever come. Or Eileen faked the whole thing. Like, I feel like she would have had to fake the whole thing because that's very elaborate plan to have them, like, or coincidence to have them just well, happen to call. You can never heard that message, did he, he? No, he never heard it. And the, it, was, and, it was, and she wouldn't know what that girl sound like. Yeah, but you could tell him sometimes a man's voice from a woman's voice because when. No, no, necessarily she was a lesbian. She might have been taking testosterone or whatever it's called. Well, I um I mean the th- okay, but remember you don't know how deep her voice was though. That we don't know how deep Eileen's voice is. Right, That's but this I'm is saying. why I was confused because in the one message, the girl's talking on the phone, and then the guy's talking at the same time as her. I thought in the message because when she she picks up the phone, she hears the phone, and the person's like the guy's talking in the background, and then it's the phone line goes blank. Remember. But so, she could have got anybody to. That's what I'm saying. Like, who did that? <laughs> like, what? I was so confused. Like, how was that even taking place? Cause she. So you mean to tell it me? Been her and that girl. It could have been her and that girlfriend. Who knows? Wow, they're both nuts. Anyway. Yeah. So she had these. Few, I've been thinking about that ever since it happened. I'm like, well, who who were the? Anyway. So yeah. Yeah. So they find out that this. Or that could have been really. It could have been really Richard and. Naomi and nothing ever came of it. What are the odds that that happened? Yeah. Like, what are the odds? That would be wild. If that was the case, man, Eileen got real lucky with that coincidence because. I don't think that's what happened uh, because Eileen showed up at that point. But here's my thing even if Eileen did make that, that whole thing up, how she get back to that apartment that fast? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, 
Anyway, they find out. So when they when the detective is asking them about him and kind of telling them about Eileen, he's like, you know, um, have you noticed any things like some anger issues, her kind of thing that were like abnormal? And they're like, well, you know, she can get really jealous and things like that. So the detective's like, all right, well, I just want to let you know, like, Eileen is probably one of the most diabolical people I've ever met. Like, this girl is nuts. Like, she, Uh so then they're like, well, you know, hopefully she's going to serve, like, a long time because she could have killed him. And they're like, well, because of the crime, like, she's not going to be able to do as much time as you would think. I think it was, like, six, what was it, six months? Yeah, six years. Six years, yeah. And then Um, I guess after that, they were going to be trying to get her to go to the mental, the mental institution uh because clearly something was wrong. So they're like, all right, well, you know, I guess we can, we can do that. Um, But they're like, just live your life in the meantime. They're like, okay, we'll try to do the best we can. And then that's kind of it. As far as that whole thing with Eileen, like you don't really hear too much else about it. Like Uh that's, well, that's really it. So then, um, this is near the end of the story. Um, he gives her, he gives, Yungi gives, um, B a bracelet, like a charm for her bracelet. It's like a little bear with the arrow. It's super cute, but it's like a family heirloom that he gives her. And then he also asks her to move in with him. Why? And then she didn't even want to move in with him. She didn't even want to move in with him, which was like, okay, this is, I, okay. I guess she wanted her own space, but I feel like they were together all the time anyway. That's what I was confused about, because I was like, they're never at their own home. Like, they're always with each other. So what would be the difference? Right. I mean, I guess having the ability to be in your own space, I get it, but... Yeah, yeah. But then when she, like, even after he was like, I get it, you want your own space, blah, blah, blah. He got up to, like, go make breakfast or something like that, or coffee or something that he was going to make. And she went into, she, like, looked at the side and seen that he had a whole new side table over there with, like, some stuff for her. Yeah. And then she went, she got up to, like, look for a shirt to put on. And then he, she noticed that in his closet he had cleared a whole side for her already. And then she started being like, oh, he did this for me. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And maybe I should really think about it. So then they came to the consensus that they were just going to do it like a month trial mm-hmm. and then do it. But I think they end up just kind of doing it back, going back and forth like between both of their apartments. Mm-hmm. Like they would spend a couple weeks at her apartment and a couple weeks at his apartment. And I think they end up liking that a lot better. Yeah. And I think that was kind of and yeah, sense. that was a, yeah. yeah, that was pretty much the end of that story. They 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 were in love. Yeah. So how did you feel about it? Part two. Okay. Honestly speaking, I expected a little bit more out of um other things like uh the ex girlfriend in the first book that you had I expected her to be in there, but she was not. Mm-hmm. I expected it to be way more with Daisy. I just knew that when we was getting into this book, that we was going to figure out a whole bunch about Daisy. Mm-hmm. Also, in there, her background with Daisy and why was she so crazy? Like, why was she 
so manipulative and what, what all did she do to her? Right. Like, I didn't find out about that. They didn't even talk about the rape anymore that happened in That's, the first story. I yeah. thought that she or maybe had some therapy or something. So I thought it was going to be a little more. The story was not bad. I just thought it was going to be more. It kind of felt like it was its own book. Yeah, it it did. It felt very disjointed in a way, other than the fact mm-hmm. that you had being in Yungi and like Tay. But like other than yeah. that, it did feel kind of like not it didn't match because like you were saying, the the ex-girlfriend, I definitely thought that was going to be a bigger thing because of how it had taken place in the first book with the whole with the whole um all right, that violence. I was still looking for Daisy, like literally the whole book. I was like waiting on Daisy because when this whole stabbing happened, I was like, it had to do with Daisy. I, well, so with the what I thought, I didn't know what the stabbing was going to be with Daisy, but I was I was kind of I wasn't ex- I guess I was kind of expecting Eileen to be doing something wild, but I didn't right. know where she came from. I don't remember her in the first book, and I yeah. was really hoping that the the ex girlfriend was going to be in the second book, and she wasn't. And then I was hoping that Daisy, like you said, had a bigger part in to find like we could find out what her thing was because and then I guess my thing too was because she had started already putting her seed in when she was meeting up with Yoongi in the bars so I really thought there was going to be more with, with that yeah but I mean it was good I don't, I'm not going to say it was a bad book it was a good book still it was entertaining but I just for it to be a part two I thought it was going to be more like yeah I agree with you like I liked the book I just thought it was going to be a little bit different like I felt like this book was kind of um yeah it had a lot of sex in it but I felt like it was just them like learning each other the whole time and in in a lot of detail about them Uh learning each other and then stuff that probably should have had more detail was just kind of glazed over So. Well, like even if it had more of like Tay in the story, mm-hmm. like that would even be good. Yeah, yeah. I thought that too. I thought there was gonna be more coming from that, and it wasn't. I thought the ex girlfriend. I mean, not the ex girlfriend, but I thought Tay's girlfriend. There was gonna be something with that, and it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Right, because Tay girlfriend had that funky attitude. Okay, I was just knew it was about to be something like her and Daisy had just talked about some stuff and they had plotted against this girl, but no. No. All right, so as usual, you guys can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, YouTube. Our YouTube's been hasn't been posted to you in a while, but it will be once my computer stops acting like a jerk. Um, and yeah. If you guys have any uh, emails or if you have any suggestions <laughs> you can always email them to us at gbts at yahoo.com we are back on the list again for i know it's been a while um the story that we are currently reading is a jimin story it's called yeah. um what's it called i am only what's it called i don't know what it's oh, called my man no that's a jk story just i kidding. thought it was called i love you oh yeah it is called i love you you're right mm-hmm. um so we're reading that story currently and we'll be re- reviewing that one so 
You guys can still send us those suggestions. Um, we'd love to hear them. They'll just be added to the list, and it may take some time. Um, but yeah, thanks again for joining us. See you guys next Thank time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.